Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. It's Monday morning. It's a new day for Good Morning Thailand, and it's November first. It's finally the reopening. But I'm here alone at the studio because Tim's nowhere to be found. However, we have tracked him down, and he is coming live, well, to us, not to you, uh, all the way from Phuket. Hello, Tim Newton. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, I've just got uh, some messages. I, I might just read this to you. This is like happening live. LOL, applying for the new visa. This is the Thailand pass, of course. Today's November the 1st, the day that people are flooding back to Thailand, apparently. Applying for the new visa, took an hour to fill out, then error. And he's uh, sent me a picture of the error page. Might be worth mentioning this, useless idiots. Uh, they switched over to the new entry requirements about an hour ago, and uh, it's 3 a.m. in the morning. Um, I'm going to go and have a warm milk with a wee drop of whiskey. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Some uh, live response to the start of the Thailand Pass. We didn't really predict it would be uh, smooth sailing, but that's as it's happening right now. Jay. Wow. Mm, okay, thanks for that, Tim. Um, before we get started on the show, I'd like to give a quick shout out to Sabai Sabai Thailand and Muhammad Al Kreen for being Tiger Legends. Thank you for supporting the show and thank you for being members. Your support is always valued here at the Tiger. Right, let's get on with the show. The first topic that we're going to be talking about today is regarding elections. Now, Suan Dusit has done a poll over the weekend asking what the Thai people think regarding elections and whether they think that an election is needed. Uh, Tim has more information on this. Yeah, this is interesting, Jay. Of course, an election isn't due if they go the full cycle until 2023. But uh, the Suan Dusit poll, and the Suan Dusit people are usually fairly accurate and very reliable, uh, and they're certainly not uh, government-leaning or opposition-leaning. They are fair and independent. They say that over 70% of people surveyed are ready for new elections next year. Uh, only 23% of the people opposed having an election next year. It gets even more interesting because when you start looking at the people that they thought uh, they would like to see as Prime Minister, uh, the, the results are not really good for the current Prime Minister, Jay. Right, uh, that's correct. The poll also showed that 70% um, of the people uh, want elections, uh, like uh, Tim suggested, and Prayut Chan Osha might not win. Um, now, here are the results. Um, the question was, who do you want to be prime minister if there was a new election or a new vote? 29% of the people said Kun Pitha Lim Jaranrat, who is the leader of the Move Forward Party. 21% uh, voted for Prayut Chan Osha, who is actually the hot uh, candidate for the Palang Prasharat Party. 19% said Kun Ying Sudharat K. Urapan, who is the leader of the Purthai Party. 9% said Kun Apisit Vecha Chiva, who is the leader of the Democrats. And 6% said Kun Ying Pojaman Damapong, uh, who is the wife of Kun Taksin Shinawatra. Wow, that was a tongue twister, just saying all these names in the morning. Tim. Yeah, now this is interesting because there's a few names there that I think we should just uh, see. Firstly, Prime Minister Prayut Chanachar, he's been the Prime Minister since 2014. Uh, he was put into the job. He's never been elected as an MP. 
He was put into the job because no party won 50% of the vote plus one in 2019. So a joint session of the parliaments uh, put him into the position. The entire Senate of the Thai parliament is handpicked by the former military junta. So whether you want to call that fair or not, I'll leave that up to you, but that's how he got the job. And also looming there in the background is the former wife of Taxon Shinawat. It looks like uh, the Shinawats are still in the game. The next question they had, Jay, was what do you see from the current moves by political parties and politicians? Most people think that uh, there are a lot of rifts in the parties. Mm -hmm. And if there was an election now, who would actually win as far as the party is concerned? 33% said the Pertai Party, 25% said the Move Forward Party. Both those parties are in opposition. And already, just with those two lots of votes, if this poll was mildly accurate, would show a huge swing away from Palang Pratchurat, which only garnered 25% of the vote. So looks like the current uh, government, whatever you may think of them, whether you want to call them a quasi-democratically elected government or not, have a lot of work to do to win back the confidence of the people. The question to you, Jay, is why do you think the public may have turned away from Palang Pratchurat? Well, What's your thoughts, Jay? Well, it could, it could possibly be, firstly, like you said, a lot of the younger generation feel like he shouldn't be in power in the first place. He was never really voted in, so people feel like, you know, he's just taken power rather than, you know, um, he's rather than being voted in. Um, so choice is always important. I don't think he's... Um, he might be popular with a certain demographic and certain types of uh, people, depending on what area you come from in Thailand, but not necessarily the majority. There are a lot more other candidates that, um, you know, are a lot more striking, who have forward thinking, they're a little bit younger, they're looking, it, there's a brighter future with them in charge rather than uh, the current prime minister. That could also be um, one of the reasons. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think. I'm thinking that if they held this Suan Dusa poll in October last year when the case numbers were like negligible, yeah. Yeah, would the ruling party be more popular? Because of course the last four or five months everything's been closed, people have been losing their jobs, the situation has become a lot worse and a lot of people sadly have died. So uh, maybe this is a bit of a COVID poll and it will be interesting to see what future polls uh, come up with. Yep. Jay. That's very important that you said that. I think uh, that is also one of the main reasons why uh, the prime minister might possibly lose an election because of the handling of the situation and how COVID has been handled. Yeah, just another thing I noted today that there is going to be a protest this evening. Uh, the government have basically said, uh, everything's open, come back to Thailand. Oh, but the protesters, you're still not allowed to get together and have a protest. Despite that, it looks like uh, a lot of the student rallies are starting November the 1st, um, not wasting any time and they're back out on the roads. Uh, we may be sending one of our Thai reporters down this evening to cover that live at the Ratchaprasong intersection, which is right next to Central World, of course. So uh, looks like the students aren't wasting any time. Right. Uh, more news on that on thetiger.com. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break. And once we come back, we'll be talking about the new color zoning system and how the restrictions for each zone are different depending on who you are or where you come from. Um, more on that after the break. We'll be right back.
And welcome back to Good Morning Thailand. I'm Jay. Joining me from Phuket is Tim. And it's now time to talk about restrictions and zoning, uh, something we all love talking about. Right. Now we have new color zoning in Thailand and there have been updates on the restrictions for each of these zones, depending on where you will be in Thailand coming in as a tourist or also as a local. So, uh, Tim, would you like to start us off? Yes, well, uh, the interesting thing about the new zoning is we've only got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven uh, provinces in Thailand now in the dark red zone. Everybody's wanting to know, where can I have a drink? We'll get to that in just a moment. So, but the most of the provinces are in the deep south, Nakonsi, uh, Tamarat, we've got Naratiwat, don't laugh, Hatani and Songkla and Yala. So they are the ones who are still in the dark red zone, still having a very bad time there near the Malaysian border with COVID. They've added a new colour zoning called Blue, and this is the essence of uh, the whole thing, where you've got Bangkok, Krabi, Angna and Phuket now in the Blue zone, and they have the least restrictions around the country. Interestingly, Chombri, which uh, is where Pattaya is, is still in a red zone. So they still have quite a lot of restrictions. You can see that chart we've been showing you during the chat, uh, the provinces which are now in the dark red zones and in the blue zones and the yellow zones. So a few changes there, which will impact on whether you can, importantly, have a drink, can you? Excellent question, Tim, an answer that everyone is waiting for. Um, unfortunately, the answer is yes and no, and I'll tell you why. Now, um, if you're coming from a dark red zone, no way. You cannot have a drink. Red, again, no. Orange, again, no. Yellow, the CCSA is having a meeting regarding uh, booze restrictions. The only people who are allowed to have alcohol that too, only in restaurants, belong to the blue zone. Now, in the blue zone is Bangkok, Krabi, Panga, and Phuket. Tourists or locals in that uh, destination can have drinks in restaurants only. Entertainment venues remain closed. Jay, uh, let me guarantee that from tonight in those uh, zones, in zones other than the blue zones, there will be a lot of uh, former bars that will be opening up serving chicken McNuggets and uh, sandwiches. So I'm thinking that's going to be, you're going to see a lot of that around Thailand for the next couple of weeks. That's right, Tim. And um, having Halloween a couple of nights ago, I saw weird pictures of people enjoying alcohol and being out late in certain places. I, I, I mean, couldn't be in Bangkok. I mean, it looked like it was in Bangkok, but I don't know where these places were serving alcohol and having parties at, allegedly. Anyways, uh, let's talk about the curfew. Um, do I have to race back home? Well, it looks like uh, there's only one place with a curfew, and that's if you're in a dark red zone. So those southern provinces plus uh, Tak, uh, what's the other one? and uh, Chantaburi. So it's only the dark red zones that have a curfew now, a curfew from 11 p.m. till 3 a.m. Uh, now, as the next important one, I think, um, is about getting gatherings of people together. That's right. And in the dark red zones, you've got uh, you a maximum of 50 people allowed. Uh, down in the blue zones, the opposite situation where anybody can get together with any number of people. So it looks like your big uh, party is on this weekend, Jay, in the blue zone. 
Oh, I'm excited for that. Now, some information for you parents out there. Can we send our children, or rather your children, to school? Dark red zones, you'll need permission from the local authorities. If they deem your area is having too much COVID-19, unfortunately, you're stuck with your brats or lovely children, of course. However, red, orange, yellow, blue, schools are allowed to reopen. So, yeah, that looks like it's uh, the, the main things there. We've got uh, all the details at thetiger.com. The other big change, of course, over the weekend has been the addition of some extra countries. Yeah. It was 46 countries and territories. Now it's up to 63. So do you want me to read out the extra 13? Uh, sure, why don't we? Actually, you know, let, let's not. If you'd like to know the extra 13 countries, please check out that information out on thetiger.com because we're going to quickly move on to the next topic before we end the show. So, um, Tim, let me just tell you, since you're in Phuket, uh, information relevant to you and all the people who love Phuket. Phuket expects 1 million arrivals in the first quarter. Now, um, yes, we have already um, know about this information. Uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago that um, I spoke about it on Good Morning Thailand, where they said that they expected 1 million um, visitors coming to Phuket in the next four months. That's what they mean by the first quarter. Um, However, Phuket tourism operators expect the country's reopening to help build momentum. So starting today, momentum will build in and 1 million people, international travelers, will arrive in Phuket. Now, very optimistic. However, Khun Bhumkiti Raktangam, who is the president of the Phuket Tourist Association, has come out and said, yes, starting in November, bookings have increased by 20 to 30% which is an indication of more tourists to arrive in Phuket. Tim, firstly, what do you think about, uh, again, this 1 million people arriving in the first quarter to Phuket, as well as do you think um, this is even really, like, realistically possible? Speculation abounds, and we've heard these predictions before from the TAT and some of the tourist associations. Of course, they're talking up the situation. They want the situation to improve quickly for the people they serve. Uh, and of course, we would all like to see people coming back to Thailand, but I don't think there's going to be a million people coming in the first quarter uh, back, they say, to Phuket. I mean, we used to get a million people per month when things were really rocking and rolling. So to think that we might get a third of that in the next three months is uh, not only wishful thinking, it's foolish and it's dangerous for all the people and all the the former traders are going to rush back and reopen their shops only to see a trickle of tourists. Of course, the sandbox has been going since in Phuket since July the 1st and had a good chance to settle in. And things are now even easier to get back. But to think that there's going to be a million tourists over three months, uh, the first three months of next year is, uh, is probably over-optimistic to say the least. All right. Uh, thanks for those comments, Tim. Uh, just some little bit of added information. 562 flights from 11 airlines were coming into Phuket in October. However, in November, that number has moved from 562 to 825 international flights from 17 airlines are scheduled to arrive at Phuket. So more airlines are opening up, more international flights. That could be a good indication. However, they're still waiting for Russia and India, which are two of the countries that, um, you know, the countries trying to target these types of tourists. Well, actually, uh, India is one of the, uh, the countries that can come back. It's one of the countries that's been approved over the weekend, along with some of the regional countries like Myanmar, Myanmar 
Nepal, Philippines, uh, Taiwan is now in that list, as well as Vietnam. So uh, there are some additions, including India, but the Chinese, they will not be coming back anytime soon. In fact, predictions from some pundits think that it may be until the end of next year that the Chinese won't be coming back to Thailand. So some big dints in possible or potential tourists at this stage, despite the reopening. Well, right, right, that's great news. And India, a very big market for Thailand. Indians love coming to uh, Thailand in general. Uh, So I guess we're still waiting for Russia. Um, Anyways, um, well, those are all the topics for today. Anything else to add, Tim? The the protesters are excited and it looks like they're going to be at the Ratcha Prasong intersection tonight. We'll try and bring you some latest information about that, even some live coverage this evening. So, uh, yes, Thailand is reopening. And that will probably reopen some of its uh, former problems as well, political or otherwise. So interesting times ahead. And uh, we'll be able to see whether those optimistic predictions from the TAT and the government uh, actually come true or whether, as we predict, maybe things will be a little bit slower, but will slowly build up as we get to the end of this year and into 2022. Right. Uh, Thank you for that, Tim. Um, And those are all the topics that we have for today. We hope that you've enjoyed uh, the episode. And we also hope that uh, if you want any more information, please visit thetarget.com for all the latest headlines and up-to-date news. Um, Thank you, Tim, for joining us all the way from Phuket. Good to see you all. Thank you for having me. Right. And... Thank you to all the viewers for joining us as well. We hope you have a great Monday. More news coming up. Everything is optimistic. It's November 1. It's the reopening. The COE is live. You know, oh, sorry. The COE is scrapped and the Thailand pass is live. So everything everyone ever wanted, right? Anyways, we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.